Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea. Truly, before now, I didn't really know what actually a mouthpiece was designed for other than to keep you from clinking your teeth together or biting your tongue. I had no idea that it was to align your jaw. The season that we did not use a Power Plus, we lost four kids, um, two that were season-ending um, concussions. And, you know, obviously um, we contributed to the Power Plus mouth guard because, like I said, we've not had one since we've, you know, been using them. Obviously we've competed a lot better than what we did um, last year. We have not had a concussion um, this season. Obviously a tremendous factor for us for not losing kids and their performance level is a lot higher as well. My son was actually the quarterback on the second state championship team, but one of the things that, that he was able to do as being the quarterback, um, the mouth guard was on the lower part of his uh, bite, so he was able to speak clearly. Um, and that's a huge thing in, in athletics is to be able to communicate. Here at L4 Media, we talk high school football, 4A, 3A, and 2A in Texas. We talk East Texas sports. We talk NFL, guy talk, movie, and booze. We also talk wrestling and so much more. So like and subscribe and check us out. Struggling with mobility, chronic pain, work, or sports injury? At Azalea Orthopedics, our team of highly trained physicians specialize in complete orthopedic care, pain management, sports medicine, physical medicine, and rehabilitation. If you've sustained a bone or joint injury, have mobility or movement problems, struggle with pain, contact Azalea Orthopedics. We're conveniently located across East Texas, serving 18 counties. When visiting your doctor, urgent care, or hospital, you have a choice. Demand Azalea. At Azalea Orthopedics, your health is our priority.
The Northeast Texas Sports Network is dedicated on delivering the most entertaining sports broadcasts in East Texas. And if you're interested in having your next sporting event stream live, visit us online at netsn.live. Welcome everyone in to the Beast from the East show. It's week six, guys. Man, wow. already. Man, week six, it just came, it just, man, halfway through the season already. It's like the hump week, uh, middle of the season. A lot of teams are on mm-hmm. this week, but uh, there's still football this week here in East Texas. I've got Jeremy Hubbard, Kyle Owens, Corey Marshall, and Vincent Johnson here. Fellas, how's your weekend going? Good. Good. I mean, I can't complain. Had to work. Mm. Man, we well, we got a big win Friday over Atlanta, so it started good. Longhorns destroyed Baylor, got even better, and then mm-hmm. and, and the Cowboys and was, had to play. And it was like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> back to what did you say? Missed that triple crown. That triple crown. Back to the crown. I'm not gonna lie. Up. I will say though, the, that blind side of me, I'm like, that is not. That is that is horrible. That's a bad. List. Well, uh, the the nice thing was the first two I was okay. We'll we'll let the Cowboys slide on that one. But uh, the Texas win over Baylor to me, um, sending them out that way, kind of like you know we sent off A and M for a while. Could be a long time before they play again. So I, I'm glad to get to end that on a really good note, especially with my father in law being a Baylor alum. Uh, wouldn't had the that'd been a long time to hear that hear that about that one game so i was happy that that one turned out that way and also it was a great one we got to call vince uh brook hill got a big win over atlanta friday night mm-hmm. and uh real big man, play everybody played well the defense and special teams okay. tuned it up must have been that that defensive line coach that they've got that man. that that yeah. did, that, that did dude, the penguin man. again and we caught him on the <laughs> time we saw him yeah, there was a couple yeah. of things man it's been we didn't we hadn't had many sacks this year that's one thing we've been turning it over and all that kind of stuff but Hadn't had the sacks, and we got a couple of D line sacks on uh, on Friday. So yeah, you got to see the penguin a few times. And uh, what's 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 the deal with the penguin? When you get a sack, you do the penguin. Yeah, so well, I think <laughs> we told the story. You may not have been with us. So I, I usually signal plays for us, and one of our signals is a penguin. And uh, so last year, our defensive line were making fun of me, and so they said, "Hey, if we get a sack, can we do it?" And I said, "Sure." But we started last year, and it's kind of just kind of carried over. Uh, okay. And to where now when you get a sack, you penguin. So if you go back and watch the broadcast of the last two games, I think it was the uh, the Grace game and this one, you see a couple of penguins on there. You know? <laughs> I didn't see myself doing it on film Friday, so you guys may have gotten it. But uh, it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny to watch our guys try to do it. That's awesome. All right, uh, guys, I'm ready to flush last week's picks down the toilet. I don't know how good you guys did, but that was a, it was a rough week. Uh, in the pick'em department, so I'm just gonna. I did all right. I did all right. Did just as good as I did the week before. How'd you do, Kyle? Seven and three. Oh, I was right below you. I had six and four. Uh, just not not to my standards. <laughs> I think I was five and five again, which meant just about par for the course, just average. Oof. Actually, six and four. I was six and four. I forgot. Uh, you, you were right there with me. Okay. Anybody? Did anybody have better than Kyle? Vince, how'd you do? I didn't. I didn't do mine. Remember? Oh, that's right. I didn't have it saved. Yeah. And then I tried to do it right as the uh, Tyler High game started, and it uh, it locked all of them, so I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I mean, that's on me. That's on me. I did just find Corey's name on the list. Uh Uh oh. Where where was I? I don't even know. I can't even see mine. 
just go to the, go to the bottom, Corey. <laughs> go to the bottom. Don't worry about it. You're looking too high. Wow. <laughs> hey, I'm glad it wasn't me this I mean, time. It happens. Too high. But, but here's the thing. The if, if four upsets would have happened, he'd have been 10 and 0. Four. Mm. Or eight and two, at least. He went, he went four and six. He did, I mean, you know. That's only two games worse than us, Brent. I know it is. It's I, just I take I take that loss on the chin because you know Nakadoja's almost be White House. Almost the almost win theory. Here we go. Almost. Almost. The almost uh, win. I'm just saying, no, it's not an almost. Okay. I mean, they almost won. I give you credit. They almost won. But I was I was shocked by the score. We've got to find a way this week, guys, to beat Matt Diggs. He yeah. Dude, we gotta, we he's he's gaining on us, and you know that we'll never hear the end of it if he comes over here and and gets ahead of us. So we do need to uh, take I, care of that. I did, I did. I see our boy Eddie went seven and three this week. Yeah, he, he's so, Ko and Eddie are, are equals. We we didn't know that. Yeah, we're uh, <laughs> we're we're collaborating on our picks. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm. He's watching the show and and taking the same picks as you. Is probably what he's doing. that there it is. There it is. That, that's a good explanation for it. Okay, I, I, I stay in full heel mode with Eddie. I can't be. I, I can't turn baby face. I got to stay full heel mode. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm ready to start over. Let's do it. Let's uh, let's take make some picks here. Um, again, this is the natural bye week for a lot of districts. So there's some new teams in the uh, in the pick'em games this week. It's always good to get some uh, some new blood in there. Um, mm-hmm. Also, it makes it a little tougher. You know, with some of the teams that we may not be um, watching out for, we got to do a little research and uh, determine who that who the best team's going to be. Um, game one, um, this one to me is interesting. Lindale and Athens, uh, guys, Athens put it on Jacksonville pretty good. We, we kind of figured out that Jacksonville is not as good as it's about as good as what Jeremy said at the very beginning. He, he, he will give him credit. He said Jacksonville wasn't very good. I thought maybe they'd take a step up this year, but it's not looking like it. Um, and that four spot to me now in that district with Chapel Hill, Kilgore and Lindale is wide open and Linda and Athens could even grab that third spot. They're coming in four and one. They did. They did beat that Jacksonville last week. Um, Lindell was impressive, though. the The spread in the Jackson or the uh, Henderson game, I was impressed by that. I thought it would be a lot closer. Uh, I, I did pick Lindell to win, but um, they're they're seem to be rolling. Their their tough schedule, I think, is helping them. Um, and as they come to district, I think they take care of Athens here and kind of secure up that third spot. And then they look to see if they can knock off either Chapel Hill or Kilgore to, to move up. But I like Lindell in this game. What do you guys think? So I'm going to use the theory of uh, the, the six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon, right? Here we go. So Athens lost to Brownsboro. We all know that Brownsboro, we talked about this, Brownsboro maybe not, maybe not as good as we think they are. Brownsboro mm-hmm. lost to Van by 21, right? So Van beat Brown, Brownsboro by 21, Brownsboro was Athens. Lindell lost to Van by five. And we talked about that game last week. Uh, and honestly, I picked against Lindell last week. I thought Henderson would get the win, and boy, was I way wrong in a just a destruction of Henderson in that one. I'm not going against Lindell again at home. They won by 40 last year on the road. I'll take them at home this week against Athens as well. Yeah, I think I'm 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 going to roll with Lindell. I w- I'm like you, Brad. I was surprised at the spread last week over Henderson. I thought it'd be a lot closer. I thought the teams were closer than yeah. that. Um, so I'm kind of surprised by the spread of that, but Athens has got a good ball club over there, and I, I think I think this is going to be a really good game Friday night. I think it's going to be one possession game that's going to end it, and I think Lindell will win. But 
think it's going to be a really good one Friday night. Corey, what you thinking? I'll go with Lindell. Okay. I mean, I, I just I thought Henderson was going to compete. They just they laid an egg. Yeah, they they, they regressed. I don't understand what happened there. <laughs> they don't like, they competed every single week. And they just yeah, and, and the, confusing, the confusing part to me is we know how bad Lindell's defense is, and they couldn't even score points on Lindell. Yeah, that's what's – man, there's got to be an excuse. There's got to be something going on there. I'm uh, I'm just going to tell you the truth. I'm going with Athens. Yeah, I'm going to do oh. it. I'm going to do it. I don't care. Hey, I missed my, my picks last week, so I, I'm at the bottom. I don't, It don't matter no more. It's complete <laughs> chaos from here on out. <laughs> <laughs> At this, I'm writing it down. You got hey, good authority. You write it down. Set your timer. <laughs> set your timer. I know. Tomorrow to put your picks in. Come on. Maybe, maybe go ahead and set a timer to put your polls in too, so that way uh, you can get those polls submitted. Yeah. Oh, you know them polls. I don't be worried about that. Uh, I'll let y'all have them polls. <laughs> I'll get to those when I get to them. These all right, games. So hey, we got we got four. Four Lindells and one Athens. Yeah, it might be like that all all this this whole uh, pickle. Let's see. We'll Uh-oh. make Vince, we'll make Vince go first because I think Vince is strategy this week. <laughs> might be just yeah, go against it. We'll make him go first every day. <laughs> yeah. 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 Hey, that's the thing. I'm I'm always first. Everybody gets to hear what I have to say first. So you know, well, you you ahead of everybody else. You should go first. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, I can't no, help pick it. conservative. You. You know what? You're gonna pick the right way. I had to I had to take my comeuppance this week because you know who won this week's pick 'em? Mm-hmm. My yeah. brother. So okay. it was really I mean that was a tough one. I had to he and he got all ten of them correct. So that was the worst part. So is that our first ten or no? Um, uh no. We had that one week where there was a several tens. Yeah, that was the week that Jeremy had was in that group. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, that's right, that's right. Okay. Yeah. It was a pretty easy slide. What was that the scrimmage week? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> wow. All right. It was a game, bad week of games for sure. Yeah. Uh, game two, uh, Marshall Hallsville. Um, interesting one to me. I, I, Hallsville's kind of struggled, though. Um, Marshall, I, I'm sorry, Marshall. I'm going to apologize now. I was believing Corey Marshall, and I didn't believe in you, Marshall, last week, and you and you got me. Uh, as you knocked off a tough Pine Tree team. So if you can be Pine Tree, you can be Hallsville. So I'm going with Marshall. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to do it again. I'm not going to make the same mistake. This is two games in a row I picked against them. I think you look at their common opponent, uh, the only they do have a common opponent, Henderson, Marshall won by 15, Hallsville by seven. But after the way Marshall took care of business against Pine Tree last week, um, Hallsville did not have a good showing last week, even though it was against a good Texas high team, right? But uh, I'll take Marshall in this one as well. Yeah, I'm going to make this real simple. Marshall in a blowout. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Marshall myself. I mean – What happened to your strategy? So here's my my thing. Hallsville's only win is against Henderson. And had Henderson beat Lindale last week, I could argue Hallsville at this point. But now, like we said, Lindale's de- defense isn't really 
there isn't uh uh holding up so and and henderson couldn't do anything against them so it really makes their win against henderson not look so good i mean i, I nah i can't do that i gotta go with marshall i gotta get at least one of these right <laughs> <laughs> so you got a 50 you got a 50 50 chance you know it's either one or the other. Um, it's Marshall. Yeah, I, this district, there's the only consistent team in this district is Texarkana. And we know they're probably going to win the district. I don't know who's going to show up Friday. This is one of those games where the bad Marshall shows up and, and Hallsville gets a win. That's how weird this district is. You know what I'm saying? If you haven't been looking like this, it, it doesn't matter. Like second, second, third, I mean, Clearly, White House would be the second place favorite, right? They just they look dead average Friday. You know what I'm saying? Like Nacogdoches took it to them. Like White House should have blew them out of water. Nacogdoches just took it to them. So I I don't know what team shows up this Friday, but I know Marshall better win this game. Two, You don't want to go one and one. Two through four are wide open at this point. Honestly, I mean, I think you know, even with White House, I think they're all really in the is. Yeah. And to Corey's point, it's kind of scary because Hallsville did get the win last year in this one. They got a four-point win last year over Marshall, which they probably shouldn't have won that game either, you know. So it is, and and I believe. Well, the game was in Hallsville last year. Yeah, so it's in Marshall. Probably, yeah, it's in Marshall this year, yeah. All right. Game three, same district. Nacogdoches, Pine Tree. Um, this one I think is important. I think. One of these two teams could be left out of the playoffs if they don't grab this win here. Um, I think it's that important that early. Um, man, I've seen Nacogdoches play. They played Chapel Hill really tough at times. Um, and we know how good Chapel Hill is. Of course, Pine Tree beat Lindale. Um, I don't know. I, right now, I'm just, I got bit by Pine Tree last week and I'm mad at him. So I'm going to go with Nacogdoches in this one. It's at the home at Nacogdoches, so I'm going to take them on at home. Yeah, I'm going Nac too. You you mentioned it, Brett. They're two and three. Their losses were to White House at White House, at Chapel Hill, Lufkin. There's a bunch of teams that lose those three games, no matter who they are, right? Uh, and and I'm I'm with you. I picked Pine Tree last week. I thought they were at the point they were ready to take that next step, and they really kind of proved that maybe they're not. You know, like. Maybe they are, but but they didn't show it last week when they had the chance. And I think that if you didn't do it last week against uh, Marshall, you're not doing it this week against Nacogdoches. I'm going to go with the Dragons also. Yeah, this game, you know, uh, coming into it, uh, part of me part of me wants to go with Pine Tree because I, I, was, I was starting to believe in the Pirates. Um, but then they kind of laid an egg last week against Marshall and at home nonetheless too. Um, which kind of oh, surprising. Did y'all see that stat that they put out that they called it uh, Maverick Stadium East or or West or whatever it was because they hadn't lost it in Pine Tree. Marshall hadn't lost in like eight mm-hmm. last eight appearances there. Oh wow! No, I yeah. did not know that. Yeah, I saw well, somebody put that out on Twitter. That it, it was just a bad week for them. But like to Jeremy's point, next losses are not bad losses. And like you said, Brett, they played Chapel Hill tough at times. And then they played White House down to the wire last week. I'm taking Nacogdoches. I think I think Pine Tree, their magic's kind of wearing off a little bit. But uh, I think Nac, we talked about them early in the season, before the season even started, that they could be a team 
on the up and up. And I think they're going to start kind of start kind of hitting that this week because they got Hallsville after that, which is another winnable game, and then Mount Pleasant before they get Texas high. So I'm taking the Dragons. Corey, what you got? I ain't, I'm not ready to go yet. Corey, Corey, these are two of Corey's favorites here, so he's gonna have a tough, okay. tough mm-hmm. choice here. I feel like that he's this, this is this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I'm not picking Pine Tree and watch they end up winning the game because I didn't pick them. But I just you know, it's like I said before, it's a battle of consistency. Like who's who's going? What team shows up? You know, Nacogdoches has played well two weeks in a row. They just can't seal the wheel. They just can't seal the deal. Pine trees regressed. You know, they, they, they're up, they down. Like this was a perfect opportunity. It was a perfect opportunity for pine tree to get a win and still one on and still one against, against Marshall. You're at home. You, 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 you need to get that win. You need to compete and get that win. They didn't do it. Okay. You know, is, is it the end of the, the district? No, it's not. But you know, that's, that's, that's one of those games where you're like, man, I, I I want to have that game because I possibly would need that game because you don't play a home game like that. You know, that you know, you're playing well and you got a good home game. It's a tough matchup, but now I got to see what my team is made of. You don't, you don't get a win. Okay, whatever. So now you play Nacogdoches, and honestly, you can flip a coin and anybody can win this game, whoever shows up. But Nacogdoches, I think Nacogdoches by 21, they, they got to have a signature win. And I think this is that signature win. Pine Tree's not bad. I think Pine Tree's a playoff team, like I said, a fourth place team at at, at best. But you know, Nacogdoches, if they want to do something in district, like this is the opportunity right now. You got to beat. You got to stamp on it. You got to beat. You got to route this team this so, route. So Corey, I have a question you, for you. You need, you need that one signature win. You just forty to fifteen. What's up? I have a question for you then. So you said Pine Tree's a fourth best team at best, but you've got. You've got we've all said Texas High, you've got White House, you've got Marshall that's already beat them, you got Nacogdoches you're predicting that's four right there, so they're looking at the outside right now. I'm talking they, about as far as I'm not I'm not talking about as far as the rankings. I'm talking about as far as skill level wise. Okay, they're the okay. fourth best team as, as as best. So I'm not ranking them in the district. Okay. Like they can't if they get in the playoffs, they're no better than fourth. Is what I'm saying. Then they put themselves they're not gonna go better than fourth. And they put themselves in a struggle because they really – that's why I kind of put this game as a big one for both teams because, you know, Pine Tree needs to get a win against one of those top four above them that we're looking at right now. And Texas High is going to be a tough one to get. Um, and White House, I think, is gettable. But that'll – so I think this one right here is the one that they've got to really look at. I still think Nacogdoches is going to win, but I think Pine Tree is going to come out desperate, desperate because they need this one here. Because they've got to beat somebody above them to move into that fourth spot to, but, to make the playoffs. But so does Nacogdoches, right? Because if they lose this mm-hmm. one, it's going to cost mm-hmm. them a playoff spot. So Absolutely really, right. both teams are equally as desperate just from different angles. Yeah. You know? Right. And that, that's what I was going to say. Well, they Nacogdoches both need this has, win. Nacogdoches still has Marshall, though. They could still they could still have that Marshall game. Pine Tree doesn't have that Marshall game. Yeah, you just don't want to get into tiebreakers and all that. I mean, you, you know, just win the game and it doesn't matter. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. That next better, next better than Pine Tree, regardless. Like yeah. that could could easily get a second place. They're they're that I think they're that talented enough to get second place. Well, they but what that team shows up, you know that's the other problem yeah. with that. What team I mean, shows you up? You can get out played. It don't matter how good you are. You can get out played. Right. You can get out hustled. So, uh, with that being said, I'm going with Pine Tree. Oh yeah, I mean. 
They both need it. I mean, they they both need to win. Like if I'm coaching Pine Tree, I let them know. Like you you need this. You you have to make a statement. Season's not over yet. I I don't I don't in the spot that you're picking at Vince. I, I now that you're the desperation mode down there that you have. Also, I think that's a good uh, a good pick. Good one yeah. to steal there. Mm-hmm. All right. What we got next? Listen, next I ain't up. intimidated. I ain't intimidated. <laughs> next up, we will not got, be intimidated. We've got Honey Grove, Alba Golden. Um, I know we we talked a little bit about Alba Golden and how they've played well so far. Where you know how good has their schedule been? You know we we've we've discussed this. Um, in numerous occasions, but nobody in this game has lost. We've got seven and zero combined in these two games, so it's going to be interesting to see um, which team's schedule prepared them more for this one. To me, I think Honey Grove is still. I mean, they were better last year. I still think their schedule that they've played is a little bit tougher. I mean, neither team has played anything. Um, the only advantage that uh, the Albas got is. You know they're hungry. They probably after last year they were they were sitting there pretty. Everybody thought that was going to be the year, and then they just kind of laid an egg the, the last part of the season. So it's it's like the revenge game for them. They need they need to get some revenge. I don't think it's enough though. I think Honey Grove is going to come out and take Alba Golden out. It's going to be at home for Honey Grove, and I think that's going to be a big factor as well. So I'm going with Honey Grove. This is a district opener, correct? Is it, this is a district, is a non-district game. Okay, either no, way, no, it's a di- it's a district, district game, but district it's not the opener. Alba, yeah, Alba played a district game I got last you. week. So here's the thing: if you know you're not going to be very successful in the district schedule, you stack wins in the non-district. Mm-hmm. That's what Alba did. Okay, Detroit, Lyndon Kildare, Clarksville didn't give up any points. Then played Big Sandy, gave up 13. Big Sandy is not an offensive powerhouse. Uh, their schedule is not very good. Congrat! I mean, five and is five and I mean, that's a great deal. Whatever. Honey Grove has not played a great schedule either. They're, they were only three games in. Their game with with Trinity leadership got canceled. Um, so you have to kind of regress or look back to last year. And uh, we're in the same boat last year when we got to this point, right? Alba Golden with a great record. Honey Grove great record. They come in. Honey Grove dominates again. They're going to do it again. Honey Grove will get there. <clears throat> so. Uh, I have the unique situation of being involved with Alba Golden this past few years. And so I understand what went on last year. And just like you said, Jeremy, they, it's the same thing that happened last season. I do think this Alba Golden team this year is better than last year's team. I, I was able to see them against Big Sandy. I shot some highlights of that one. Um, their defense flies around, man. They are, they're all over the place. They got some dudes on defense that will fly around. So um, I don't think, I don't think the margin's going to be as big this year uh, for Alba Golden. The the tough thing for Alba is they got you got Honey Grove this week, then you got Wolf City who's four and one coming up the following week, then you got Rivercrest who's down a little bit, Como Picton who's down, but then you end your season with Cooper. So mm. they we have all know, we all know how good Cooper is, right? So I think Cooper's going to win that district easily. Um, and then I think this game right here could be maybe for that three or four seed, depending on what happens with Wolf City. Uh, but we're going to find out what Alba's made of uh, in this next few weeks of games. But I'm taking Honey Grove. 
Uh, I think Honeygrove, I, I don't know anything about Honeygrove, but it, like you said, Jeremy, same thing happened last year, and I, I called the Alba Golden Honeygrove game last year. Honeygrove's got some guys that, that, can, that are physical. They're going to run the ball down your throat, not going to pass it a lot, just kind of ground and pound, smash mouth football. Should be a good game. Um, I think it'll be another one-possession game, but I think Honeygrove wins. Um, I don't really know a whole lot about these two teams. Uh, I see what Jeremy might be talking about, alluding to with the stacking uh, wins in regular season and the uh, – and uh, um, man, I can't even call it. Uh, before you start your district. Um, but – I'm stuck staring at the fact that Alba Golden has blanked three of these teams, and two of them have ne has has not scored on on Alba Golden in two years. Uh, Linden and uh, what was the other team? Uh, Detroit or something. Detroit, like yeah, Detroit. Yeah. They haven't scored on them in two years. I ain't they got nothing to I ain't got nothing to go on, but I love when I see zero. I'm a yeah. defensive play. I'm a I'm a defensive guy. Okay. I love defense. Okay, Vince, let me give you some insight. <laughs> oh, I, I see zeros, Jeremy. I okay, see zeros and I Detroit, love it. <laughs> okay, listen, Detroit, Clarksville, Linden killed there. They're 0 and 12 this year combined. Okay. <laughs> Together they have scored 68 <laughs> points. Combined, they have mm. scored 68 points in 12 games, Vince. <laughs> 68 in 12 games. Hey, by the way, that average a little over four points. But okay, Vince, but, we, but could me, up, me, we could line up against them and score some points, probably more than that. But do you feel like this would be good for their their morale going into this game against How? You feel like you know I they mean, go in pretty confident, I, thinking. I, I almost think it's too dangerous to do that, right? Like, I, I I mean, I get it. There's a there's some validation in playing a weaker team or two along the way. Yeah, but you do three games in a row, and then I mean, look, Big Sandy's the best team they've played so far, right? And, yeah, and uh, they only scored thirteen. Yeah. It was thirty to thirteen. I, you know, I, but I'm just saying, you look at Big Sandy; they're not too they're much not higher up the, up the standings. Yeah. I, I just in uh, in Alba's defense, Big Sandy didn't score until late in the third quarter. Like it, 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 they did shut them out. Okay, the all right, game. there we go. All right, so. Tell me about Honeygrove then. Like, what? What am I? What am I? Listen, neither one of them have played good teams. <laughs> neither one. Of them. Okay. They haven't given up a point all year. You like defense, Vince? They haven't given up a single point. This is game. this Actually, is going to yeah, be. I'm looking at this, this right here. Like they, they got zero too. Like, <laughs> neither one of them have played a team as good as each other. Like this will be the hardest test for both teams this season for sure. So it's a coin flip, basically. Mm -mm. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry don't believe the coin flip. It's, 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 it's heads on both sides, and they both say Honey Grove. Uh, listen, I've been wrong before, Vince. I've been wrong a lot, especially four times last week. But uh, I just I don't see how it's even close. Like I, so, I think it's two or three touchdowns. So here, Honey, Honey Grove uh, is returning eleven starters on offense. And ten okay. starters on defense. From a let me change my pick last year. Not Honey Grove by touchdown. Honey Grove by three touch or four touchdowns. See, I convinced. I, I didn't know they. Were, no, I didn't know they were returning the whole damn team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but Kyle, you just said that Alba Golden's defense was legit. 
That's yeah, what you told but, me. They fly but, to the but, ball. They do. They do. They've flown to the ball against Big Sandy, Detroit, Lyndon Kildare, Clarksville, Quinlan Bowles. They Not have the flown Lions. to the ball against somebody like Honey Grove. Not the Detroit Lions, Vince. <laughs> Not the Detroit Lions. And all right. All right. <laughs> I, I'm going to listen to y'all on this one. I'm going to go with Honey Grove. Corey, what did you get out of there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, where I'm at. Honey Grove. <laughs> Okay. No, no, no. Like I, I was over doing my research. I'm like 57. Was... They average they average 57 points and zero touchdowns. You know, and then Alba's 46 points and 16 points a game. They're giving up. But like I said, you know, their whole schedule was is basically practice up to this point, right? Yeah. You know, they, they they've been playing a bunch of scrimmage games, and now this is what matters, right? So, what happens? It's it's you have two. Two offenses that score a lot of points against nobody's no offense to anybody else, but then you got to play. Then you have to play. I, man, I don't know. This is just this is bad. This is this is like Corey. Corey, I don't. I don't what was it last year? Same situation, and Honeygrove won thirty-four to twenty in Alba Golden. Just so that's not a bad game. It's not a bad game. Okay, that's not. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad game. Alba Golden is returning. It's not a bad game. Eight starters on each side of the ball, so they they've got a lot of guys. They got back sixteen. Here. They got sixteen total. Yeah. How many did Honey well, Grove I, have? I'm like twenty one out of twenty two. Yeah. You're basically I'm returning. Saying Honey the Grove wins the game. I'm saying Honey Grove wins the game. That not like the name Honey Grove. I don't know. That's right. The Honey Grove Warriors, I believe. Yeah, they're they're yeah. preseason preseason. They were picked two in the district, right behind Cooper. So yeah. Okay. I think that's how I think that's how it finished last year too. Texas football says they're going to okay. win about 36. I'm just telling you, 36. I, mm. is, that, is that the computer Eddie uses? <laughs> no, listen. But, but, but Jerry, tell, tell them how accurate it was last week. I'm going to tell you how accurate it was last week, Corey. Last week, I mean, it had, it had hey, Brooke Hills. Listen. It had Brooke Hills an 18-point favorite over Atlanta, and if the referees knew what they were doing, we'd have won by 17. I'm just telling you. Like, mm. Well, I, listen, you could, I'm not, you I'm not going against that. it. I'm just – you, you could know, have won by say. that. Punching in at the end and then gone for two, and, and it would have been 18. Coach Hubbard. Yeah. Coach Rouse, too nice. If I was calling plays, <laughs> we'd have done it. Yeah. Coach, yeah, Coach Johnson was going to punch it in, too. Coach Johnson was calling a play to try to punch it in the end as well. You know, I mean, I, yeah, whatever. I'm just saying 36 is probably too many. I, I'd say 36 is probably too many KO, but I, I think two or three touchdowns. Honey Grove wins the game. Yeah, I agree with that. Okay. All right, game five, Edgewood, Grand Saline. Um, this is a one of those games inside of the district with uh, ARP and Troop, Quitman, West Rusk, and that that district. Um, man, I was looking at this, and I was I I guess I did I missed this last week, but I'm sorry, but I was thinking Edgewood at first, and it's at home, but then they lost to Winona, and so that makes me like, you know, rethink my pick. And I'm, I know we've talked about Winona is kind of up and down, and and but I've looked at who Edgewood's played. They lost to Commerce. Commerce is very good. They beat Reigns. They lost to Scurry Rosser. They killed El, El, uh, Elkhart. Elkhart, yeah. Yeah, and so but that Winona one sticks out to me. Um, it was in Winona, but I mean, Winona's two and three. It was homecoming for Winona too, if that helps. Winona me. lost to Redwater, which you know, you know how Jeremy mm. feels about Redwater. Mm. No, Winona beat Redwater. 
Oh, no, I'm sorry. Yes, they did. That was one of their wins, 13-8 to eight over that, Redwater. That one was canceled after the first quarter or at I, halftime. I still feel the same way about Redwater, though. It's okay. I'm just like, hmm. So, Redwater? Where is it? It's, it's by, like, Texarkana. It's, okay. up there with Eddie. it's, it's, it's one up of Eddie's schools. Yeah, it's up there with Eddie. And I think Eddie uh, would tell us they're not very good. <laughs> yeah, he, he'd probably give us some stats on why they're they're not real good. But coming into this, looking at it, I was like, yeah, but guys, I, I'm going with Grand Celine. And I may regret this pick. I ha- We're actually going to be in Grand Celine, um, not this week, but next week, uh, doing the ARP Grand Celine game, which will be a, a good one, I think. But I'm going to go with Grand Celine over Edgewood in this one. Uh, I just, the Winona win, I just can't get past it. I just, and looking at Winona's schedule, they just don't look very good to me. So I'm going with Grand Celine. So Grand Celine started 0 2. They won three in a row. Both teams did beat Reigns, like you mentioned. And it's not just that Edgewood lost last week to Winona. They lost by 20. Mm. Like it, it wasn't like it was a touchdown game or a even a, a 10-point. They lost by 20. And I've seen Winona on film, and I'm like, how do you lose that? I mean, we're like in Clarksville, Linden, Kildare, Detroit, closer to that end than we are the other end, Okay. Uh, so Grand Saline won this game, and I think it's going to be um, – I mean, unless Edgewood – listen, we've been bit before. If Edgewood was missing a bunch of players, I wish somebody would tell us before I make this pick. But I'm going to have to go Grand Saline in a decisive win. So another couple schools that I'm pretty familiar with. Um, Van Zandt County rivalry. I think this is Van Zandt County rivalry week because Van and Canton also play each other this week, as well as Edgewood and Grand Saline. Um, all we need is Will's Point to play Fruitvale, and we'd have the whole county covered. Um, That'd be hard to do. Yeah, it would be tough. Well, Will's point – never mind. Anyway, so <laughs> Edgewood and uh, Grand Saline, last year, for the longest time, these two schools were not in the same district. They're 10 miles apart, and they weren't in the same district for the longest time. I don't know why UIL does weird things. Anyway, they finally got put back in the same district. Grand Saline kicked a field goal at the end of the game last year to beat Edgewood 27-24 at home in Grand Saline. So that's that was a Grand Saline had a great year last year, but Edgewood after uh, before that and after that was kind of dominating people. It's not the same Edgewood team this year. I don't know what's going on with Edgewood. Um, they Commerce, graduated some key people. Yeah, they did, and they have a freshman quarterback. They, they only have, yeah. freshman they have quarterback. two returning starters on offense. Yeah. yeah, that's tough. That's tough, but. But how many do they have returning on defense? Seven. And you give up 41 to Winona? That's a problem. If you're on the field all the time, yeah, you're going to give up 41. Well, but here's the thing. <laughs> here's the thing about Winona, though. We talked about this before the show. Winona's one of those teams that you let them get their chili hot, they're going to be a tough out. I don't care. if They could be 0-10 that season. But if you let them get their chili hot, they will be the toughest game you'll play all season long. They have the best athletes on the field when they get off the bus. It's just what how it is in Winona. Their problem's always been discipline. They're just they they shoot themselves in the foot with penalties. I don't understand how they, they don't they're not as successful. I don't want to talk about that. I just we told you discipline. I'm telling yeah, you, that's yeah. that's what it is. But but to that point, I think Edgewood kind of maybe overlooked Winona a little bit coming in last Friday night. And Winona came out and got on top of Edgewood, and once they got up, they started believing, especially on homecoming night. So I think Grand Saline's catching Edgewood at a bad time, coming off a bad Winona loss. Um, and, and in this district, you don't need to fall behind the eight ball too much. 
Grant Celine has not given up a lot of points these past three games, but it's been to Reigns, Eustace, and Quitman. So I'm taking Edgewood. I think it's going to be a very close game. Um, I think Edgewood's going to avenge last year's loss to Grant Celine, and I think they want to make up for losing last week to Winona, so I'm taking the Bulldogs. Well, uh, I'm going with Edgewood too. I I think I told you all this last year. I work with somebody who lives out there, and uh, her her um, her kid uh, he graduated. He was one of the guys that graduated last year. So, and ironically, she was just talking to me Friday before the game about Edgewood, and um, they have a few struggles, but they. They got some high hopes in a couple of people, especially this linebacker that apparently is a really big hitter uh, for them. And Mason, I wish I could remember Mason, his name. Mason Pickens. I, I, that might be it. It might. I think. I think it is Pickens. He was a preseason defensive MVP pick in the day. Yeah, two. like she. She said he is. He is killing it out there. Um, this is the first time we've had Edgewood on our on our show this year, so. I'm if she's watching, I'm not finna pick against Edgewood. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going with Edgewood. I'm 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 do that. I'm gonna put that down. I just got a question. Um, I don't know if anybody has the answer for it. What where did you get the, the pink color and pink lemonade? I don't know. I just I just thought about that. Just ran I, I don't know. But anyway. If you think about it, like where does the color come from? Like lemonade is not pink. I don't. Anyway, so what um, flavor is pink? Right. What what flavor is orange? Man, mm, that's a better question. What flavor is you orange? know? It's orange. You know, it's like an orange. It's like, like when, it's like yeah, when it's got to be an orange. orange. The, the kid says, orange. "What flavor? What flavor snow cone do you want? Red, right? Yeah." Right. Huh. That's red. cherry. Strawberry. There is a red flavor. But if I say if I say they say what flavor you want, I said I want pink. What color what flavor is it? Pink. Yeah. Sometimes like, it's bubblegum. Like, Sometimes lemonade. a bubblegum flavor if it's pink. Bubblegum. Ah. How do you, how do you get blue po- blue coconut? I don't know. No, that's, yeah. that's, that's what I'm saying. And you put some food coloring <laughs> in. I don't know. Why is ocean Corey, water? you started something completely different. Look at <laughs> I know exactly. I know exactly what I'm doing. See you throw everybody off. I'm, I'm pretty uh, Anyway, so Ed- Edgewood. I'm going picking Edgewood. Um, shout out to KT. Um, you know, I I'm listen, man. I'm looking at the game. I'm looking at the scores, and it's a rivalry game. You know about rivalry games. It's it's a coin flip. I don't care who's undefeated. It doesn't matter. It's a rivalry, and then they're playing at home yeah, too. Very true. Pick it, Edgewood, man. I didn't think they got to win this game. Yeah. They have to win this game. All right, game six. Game Texas, six. Let's go. Texas High Mount Pleasant. Uh, Texas, of course, we talked about how Texas High has kind of been the the pick in that district this year. Um, Mount Pleasant, you know, they had some wins early. Kind of thought, well, maybe maybe Mount Pleasant might do something, but I just I'm not still not sold on how good they really are. Um, and I know how good Texas High is. Um, you look at Mount Pleasant and who they played. They beat Sulphur Springs, which we think Sulphur Springs is is improved this year. Yeah. They beat, they beat Pittsburgh, which, you know, I don't know how good Pittsburgh really is. Their game against Liberty Island was, was uh, canceled that week with all the weather. They lost to Frisco Emerson. I don't know what classification 
they are, but I'm, I'm assuming it's probably a bigger school. Um, so I'm not – with that, I'm just not real sure where they sit until they start playing. I don't think they're at Texas high level. They could cause some problems in that that bottom tier of this district, but I just don't think that it's it's in Texarkana. So I just think Texarkana, Texas high, it's going to take care of business by you know two, three, four touchdowns. I think it's on, I think they're going to have an easy win here. So I think you know there's been a lot of talk about Mount Pleasant and our polls even they've been up in the top five at some point this year, and I have not put them in the top five yet because I. I'm just not a believer in them necessarily. And you look at that schedule, you mentioned Liberty Ilo and that game canceled or whatever. Sulphur Springs, yeah, we think they're okay. We don't think Sulphur Springs is great. Um, Pittsburgh is not what Pittsburgh has been over the last few years. And then the Frisco-Emerson loss, when I saw that score, I was like, okay, maybe Mount Pleasant is really not as good as we may think they are, right? I mean, you, you get a 60-burger dropped on you, and now you got two weeks to think about it, which I do think, from a coaching standpoint, you lose 62 to 16 and you have a week to think about it, it sticks in your crawl a little bit, right? Like your, mm-hmm. your, your preparation is a little bit different. However, they're just not good enough to beat Texas high. But I will say this. I wasn't on last week to talk about this, but the Texas high game against Legacy scares me about them because Legacy's just yeah. not that good. And that, they had to kick field good. goal at the end to win it. And it scares me that they're maybe not – I think the gap between Texas high and White House – is a lot closer than maybe we think it is. And I think those are the two top teams in that division or in that district. And, and we're not picking that game right now, but it's going to be interesting to see. Texas High is going to win this game because I don't think Mel Pleasant is very good, but there's some issues in Texarkana, I think. Yeah, and, it's not gonna, with, and it's not with Pleasant Grove. No. <laughs> I'm going to uh, I, make this real – I'll make it real quick, Vince. I'm taking no, Texas go ahead, High. Go ahead. They're the better team. There you go. I like it. I'm gonna go with Texas High too, but I we were talking about the legacy thing. I'm starting to question now, like, is legacy just had a string of bad luck? I don't think legacy is as bad as y'all think. Nah, because they were up 14. They They've been Tyler up in High. every game. They were they were up the 14 on on Texas High. They've now Longview, you wasn't gonna beat Longview, so I, I scratched that. You wasn't gonna beat Longview. They ain't played Longview yet. Have they? Yeah, they have. Mm-hmm. Right. They did. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Uh, Lufkin, that's the question mark because Lufkin beat them thirty-one to seven. Well, do and you then, think? Do you think? I think Lufkin and, and Tyler High are pretty equal at this point. We haven't. We, I mean, in that district, I don't. I think that's going to be for a playoff spot. So I'm I guess saying. what I'm thinking is that is is Legacy just having maybe they having struggles offensively, maybe. But their defense might be holding as long as they can, you know. I, I, oh, I got. You. Can y'all hear me? Yeah. I got some aesthetic in my in my ear. Okay. Um. But yeah, I, I'm looking at the 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 Texas high game, and I'm like, if if what I'm thinking is right, and Legacy just has struggles offensively but defensively they might be pretty good i won't hold it against texas high that they only scored 17 against them you know but then again it makes me think like well you're you're talking i don't know man i don't know i'm I'm about to talk myself out of texas high well no you're (laughs) you're you're right there but but remember you got legacies a 6a school versus you know this are they're four, five, yeah. eight, two. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Up. You're right. 
So that's I mean, that's right. a, I don't even be thinking I about that. Corey doesn't really. look at him. He's shaking his head. He doesn't like that argument. But still, and that's a lot. That's a big. No, nah, it it does make sense though. Uh, okay. No, nah, I, I didn't think about that. I'm going with Texas High. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. I I almost talked myself out of it, but I'm gonna go with that. You're you're talking a big. You almost have double the kids at some level. I mean, pretty close. Mm -hmm. I mean, but don't I don't even know. matter. If you if if, if you <laughs> if those other guys on that if those guys on that other team can whoop your behind, they can just whoop your behind. This is what it is. But it can't. It is what it is, Corey. That's it. That's, it is what it is. If that football team is better than you, that now, football team is better I don't, than you. That, that I don't, coach knows what he has. I don't like to use that argument a lot, but I will say, like what Britt's saying, is they have an abundance of kids that, you know, Texas High does not, you know, so obviously No, I get what he's saying. No, I get what legs. he's saying. You could put in some fresh legs and, and get a different But Vince, let me ask you this. Turn around. Let me ask you this. If Carthage and Tyler Legacy played this week, who would win? <laughs> Corey, Corey, tell him who would win. <laughs> Carthage by three touchdowns. Thank you. Listen, Tyler okay. Legacy is not a good football team. At the they, most, they're they going to win two not... games. At the most, two games all year. All I was saying was somebody it can else told me that too. Somebody, somebody else told me that too. Carthage, I, I believe they're going to squeeze Carthage out a couple of more. No, but the point is, Carthage is how many levels below? We're talking about what four levels, well, three levels they're, now. Four, they maybe yeah, they're an exception yeah. to the rule, Jeremy. Carthage, Chapel, some of those. Like if you're a, a high elite, okay, like rank number one. But think about how many. Okay, like but think about the difference in Texas High and Carthage even in numbers. Texas High and Chapel Hill in numbers. Well, I know. You don't, think, you don't think Chapel Hill would beat Legacy this week? Yeah, they Texas would. Texas High is not an elite team, like in their classification versus Carthage and I Chapel Hill are elite. I, what, what I'm saying, I, as far as like the talent that's on the field, um, yeah, Carthage, it, it they gonna they probably would tower over Legacy. But what I'm saying is that if the game is close and you got 75 kids versus somebody who's got like 125. I could throw in some fresh legs, and I might could turn this. I I might could pull this off. You know, that's all I'm. Fresh legs better than the legs I got. They might be if you got. Fresh legs better than legs. It might be. I don't care about. I throw in better than the legs I got. Your fresh legs are JB legs. It's an interesting argument. It it really. I I thought about this. I was listening to somebody talk about how, you know, you have to be a stud to play linebacker at the six eight level. I'm thinking. Really? Why? I've seen I've seen stud linebackers at the two and three level that could play at any six A school in the in, in the state. Like now, I know yeah. you're talking about the whole team situation, right? And, and the whole we're, team, yeah. We're, we're we're definitely off on a on a tangent right now. The point is this: I don't think you can discount Texas High only winning the game by three points because they're two levels below. Because there are there are plenty of teams more than two levels below that would donkey stomp legacy any Friday night they play. I mean that's that's just the truth. No, I like, agree they would. There's certain teams. I think the main thing is it's just uh we know that's why we yeah. know Texas High is not one of those elite teams in their level, like yeah. teams that we mentioned previous. Because I definitely agree with you, Jeremy. That if you got a couple of those teams that probably have, if oh. not more talent than some of those than Legacy yeah. right now, it's just the fact that Texas High, I think that they don't not have legacy it. we talking about legacy not Texas yeah. High legacy well yeah but texas high is not as good as some of those other teams i think that's why they struggled against legacy because then the numbers oh do matter. Okay. okay you don't have as many of those dudes yeah. then if you're equal if somebody else has more of those you know quality players not like superstar players then that can make a difference if you have more depth where you can you know rest some guys and swap them in and out maybe you swap the whole d line in and out and if they're all kind of you don't have those studs that are you know, 
up there above everybody. I think that's the main thing I see in that. So if you have more depth when the teams have equal talent level, then it then it's definitely an advantage to have more guys. If only there was a stream of the game, we could be able to watch it. Yeah. Yeah, we could. CISD <laughs> doesn't believe in that. So uh, anyway, Corey, what do you got? <laughs> um, uh, I think Texarkana. Um, I forgot right. my point about it. You know, I don't know. I just picked Texas Oklahoma, but yeah. All right, there we go. Game seven. Now this one was one that I added, and I and I thought this was going to be a good matchup when I was looking at it, but I didn't realize is we have a matchup of five and zero undefeated teams here as Winsboro takes on Commerce. Um, game is in Winsboro. Um, okay. Looking at the schedule, um, you know, I know Winsboro's played. Uh, they played Hooks, a good team. Uh, I think that's the one team on their schedule that was probably a good team. Uh, New Boston, we don't really know about. We know Reigns is not very good. Paul Pewitt's not real good. Canton's not good. Um, so they have one quality win looking down through those, in my opinion. Um, and then you got Commerce. Uh, we just talked about Edgewood. They beat Edgewood by a touchdown. Um, Paris North Lamar. I mean, how good is Paris North Lamar? I don't know. They beat them by 11. I, I don't really know. This is going to be interesting because that district, uh, Commerce is kind of a surprise coming into me. We have also in that district, you have Mount Vernon, which we don't know what they are right now. We 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 thought they were better than they, they really are, I think. Mineola's a little bit down. You know, Pottsboro's still in there as well. Um, I think Winsboro to me is is the better team. I think they have the better win. They have the best win on the schedule against Hooks, and that's what I'm going to um, go off of right here. I'm just going to take Winsboro. Well, don't don't let Eddie let you hear you say that because that that win over Hooks it got canceled. Remember? Oh well, actually a win. So oh well, Eddie I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. They, they were winning when we turned the scoreboard off. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> here, here's the thing. Last year, Commerce was not five and zero coming to the game. I think they were two and three. I went back and looked, or whatever, maybe one four, or whatever it was. Winsboro went to Commerce, beat them fifty five to nothing. They still got the quarterback, they still got the coach, they still got the team. I'm going Winsboro, and I don't think it'll even be close. I think it may be closer to fifty five nothing, uh, like it was last year. So I got to see Commerce last year when they played Reigns following the fifty nine nothing game, um, oh against Winsboro. Um, Commerce won in overtime against Reigns, 24-21. We know Reigns is not a very good football team. Uh, Commerce surprised me this year, being 5-0. and I mean, they've got – you know, they got that win over Edgewood, but how good is Edgewood? Because they just lost to Winona. And then that's really the only one on that on their schedule that, to me, is a, a playoff caliber team, really. Um, maybe Leonard. Maybe Leonard sneak in in their, in their district. I don't know. But – yeah, I think Winsboro is a strong team. Tyler Finney and has that team rolling right now. I think Winsboro is probably going to win the district, in my opinion. And uh, I think it will come down to probably that Winsboro-Poxboro game to, for, to see who wins the district. But, yeah, I got Winsboro by as much as they want. Is that my mic? Well, I think it might be, I think it may be Kyle because when he muted his microphone, it's kind of – let me check your mic there, uh, Kyle. I think it was buzzing on us a little bit. 
Um, go ahead, Vince. Who you got? Man, I'm gonna go with Winsboro. I think Winsboro gonna blow him out. I'm I'm just gonna be honest with you. I I, I ain't I ain't got no reason to go any any other way with that. Um, just just a little brief history. Y'all remember when? Yo, know, I don't know. Y'all you know many? Y'all you know many state championships they have between Commerce, Farmersville, and Salina? It's got to be like fifteen, mm-hmm. like 15, almost twenty. I don't yeah, know if y'all yeah. remember that, by the way. Like Farmersville, that that, that whole little area is like just state championship role. You know, Salina's got like eight. Yeah. No, Farmers yeah. Bill won like three in a row, and then Commerce had like two or three in a row. So but what's your anyway. point? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just saying like, were any of us a lot? You know, I'm just, I'm just looking on the map because it's just like I was like, man, they, they used to play some really good football up that way, and now it's like Salina's like did. a five eight, going to be a six eight school. So, you know, this is crazy. But they, but you know, but anyway, um, no, I got Winsboro winning. Um, I don't. I just I don't think that you know commerce is that is that dog, and um, I think I got the the Raiders uh, taking that win. All right, okay. Game eight, uh, another interesting game. You have New Diana coming in undefeated uh, versus Harmony. Um, oh, we've, we've had discussions on Harmony this year of kind of you know some some kind of interesting ones of uh, how you know how good are they. Did, Last year was at a fluke, um, and and um, yeah, I don't know. This one's going to be interesting to me, guys. I, I think New New Diana has is coming in, and they're on a roll. Um, and and Harmony's season's been really bumpy to me, guys. It's been kind of a some ups and downs. We don't know the the injury situation. I think, and and Kyle may know a little bit more about that than than we do, but um, they've had a lot of injuries just so far this year, and the game is in New Diana, so I don't know. I'm, I may let's sit back and listen and see what you guys pick this time before I make my my selection here. Well, I would say first, KO, the question is, are, is Harmony healthy? Like, how healthy are they at this point? I mean, you, I, I haven't been following their Facebook post because you told me that's where I could find this information out. That's <laughs> where I'm looking at right now. <laughs> uh, but, but let me say this about Harmony while you're looking at that. Beating Decab two weeks ago, I thought was a good win for them, right? Especially with the injury situation they're in. I think Decab's a good football team, or at least you know, quality football team. Um, but then, you know, even though they beat Hugh Springs last week, thirty something to nine, like that just felt kind of average. You know, I mean, we've seen some teams beat Hugh Springs a lot worse than that. We saw Jefferson really dominate Hugh Springs last week. We saw uh, Garrison dominate Hugh Springs a couple weeks ago, and now, so that was kind of scary to me. New Diana, though. Um, it's kind of, man, that schedule, even though they're five, no, is not super strong. Um, and I just, man, I, I, I don't, I'm really torn on this. I'm going to go with harmony in the game. Uh, I think that, you know, just kind of the pedigree is, is what it is. And we've talked a lot tonight about teams that had good non-district schedules and got the district and it was different. Um, I just I think Harmony's good enough to still win the football game, even if they do have a couple of guys. Let me, let me tell you this, Jeremy. So, um, as many players as Harmony has coming back, uh, New Diana has 19 of 22 starters Ooh. returning as well. So that's a lot. Now I will say they were picked preseason 
seller in their district. So they were picked to finish last. Um, so starting five and zero, oh, um, maybe a little surprising. So they actually have um, just as many returning starters well, as but, Harmony. I so. mean that 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 district ranking is based on the district games, not the whole thing. I mean they could Correct. still finish last that's, and be five and five. They, that's um, true. But I, I just did you some some yeah, insight no. there that they're picked low and coming right now, even with the five wins early in the season. Uh, maybe they they outdo themselves then. Yeah, it's just when I look at that schedule for New Diana, man, it's it's you know a one point win at Wascom, who's not what they have been. A, a touchdown win over Redwater, nine against Or City. Who I thought yeah. Or City had a good win last week. Wascom, by the way. Wascom um, preseason pick three, Jeremy. So yeah, you know, but Hugh Springs picked ahead of them right now. I mean, we don't think Hugh Springs is very good. So they're maybe not. They, maybe they're, they're not. I, I think this is a playoff team, possibly. I just don't think. I mean, I'm I'm going to go ahead and make my pick because I was kind of leaning that way anyway. I think Harmony is a better team, but I think I think New Diana in this district. I think they're going to give themselves a really good shot at, at surprising some folks. Well, yeah. I mean, listen. I, I think they are going to compete for a playoff spot, right? But they're going to deal with it's Queen City. I mean, Dangerfield is going to take one of the top two spots. Harmony I think is going to take one of the top two spots. They'll get healthy. Then you got mm-hmm. Queen City in there. Let me see who else we're looking at in that district. Legion Field. Yeah, Legion Field turned um, out good. Um, they're not yeah. good. Okay. Wascom, Hugh Springs, Legion Field. Well, and so, so New Diana, as long as they don't lose to somebody they shouldn't, they're going to make the playoffs, at least in, you know, no worse than a four spot. But I just think Harmony, unless, like I said, unless there's a bunch of guys out that I don't know about, and KO may tell me something different here in a minute, but I think Harmony's just a better football team. I I don't I think it's the same amount of people that were out before. Can can y'all still hear me? Okay, you're better. Yeah, are you fine now? Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, the I don't think it's the I think it's the same injuries. I mean, Boston Seahorn's still out. They're still missing a lot of key pieces. But if you look at last year's games, they beat Hugh Springs sixty to thirty four last year. Harmony did, mm-hmm. and that was their first win of the season. So they beat them 39 to 6. Yeah, they didn't score as many points, but they also didn't give up as many points. I think Hugh Springs is down. And you said New Diana has, you know, just as many coming back as Harmony, except I think it's different. They have 19 players coming back from a 2 and 8 team. They obviously weren't that good the year before. Harmony has, you know, that many people coming back from a state semifinalist team. So I think it's a little different there. But yeah, I just don't think New Diana has really played any tough competition um I, I would say in this is this is saying something i would think quitman's the hardest game that they've played all season mm-hmm. um, i agree when you're looking at mod redwater wascom the or city one they say it got canceled i don't know so um yeah but wascom's down a lot for so so for them to struggle like that i think 54 that texas football has given harmony is a little excessive yeah that's too much be that bad um but I do think Harmony wins. I think I don't. I don't think New Diana's there just yet, um, and I think Harmony is kind of starting to see things click together after a big win over Decab and then a, a win over Hugh Springs. I think they can use this New Diana game and Elysian Fields game to build up to get ready for that Queen City game, which could be all of a sudden a big game in that district. Um, I'm gonna go with Harmony. I think Harmony is the better team. I know you talked about them having some injuries, but, um, you know, the pedigree is there. You know, they, they know what they're they capable of, regardless of who's injured and stuff. So, yeah, I'm going I'm to stick with that. I'm going to stick with Harmony. 
Blue Diana. Oh. Diana. No, I wouldn't oh. pick him. You know, I just you know harmony hadn't been consistent, man. I I don't. I'm you know I'm let, they they let me down a little bit, and I and I was I like saying harmony. I just I hadn't had hadn't hadn't been able to say it as much as I wanted to this year. I've been picking them early, okay. and I'm like, man, it just, you know, I'm going New Dan and watch Harmony beat them by 80. But you know, hey, I'm I'm picking New Dan. I hope I hope I'm proved wrong today. I hope I am. I'll take that one on the chin. I I won't be surprised completely if New Dan wins the game, though. I mean, I got to be. I think it's closer than, way closer than the 54 Texas football has. But I can't get over the Harmony win over Decab with all the injuries. Okay, I mean, to me, that's super impressive. Decab's a good football team. And that was the week after all those injuries. Like yeah. that was yeah. that was the that game before is when they got really beat up by Beckville, and that was only they only played one half that game and got really beat up. And Harmony's two losses are to Hooks, a very good team, and to Beckville, a very good team. Like, can we can we quote you on that Hooks comment? Absolutely, please, please do. Actually, <laughs> please remind Eddie about this. Uh, well, it's airs Wednesday, so tonight, please air him. Uh, remind him tonight about this because yeah i think i think hooks is good and that was the opening game of the year when harmony was healthy um that beckville game they played a half and harmony was not healthy and then but like you said jeremy to come out after a week of coach jenkins words the worst rash of injuries he's seen in 20 years of coaching mm. it's a long time of coaching um so i think for them to come out beat decab and then turn around and play Hugh Springs and beat Hugh Springs. I think they're starting to figure out – that's the thing about Harmony. They're going to figure it out. Like, just give them time. They, Every team deals with injuries. But yeah. how you deal with those injuries are the makings of a good team. And I think Harmony is a good team. I think they're going to start rolling now. So, I think this is the start of it. Not 54 points. I'm thinking maybe a touchdown or two game. I think a two-possession game I could see. But I think New Diana is going to put up a fight. I think they're better than they were last year. Yeah, Jeremy knows about those injuries, uh, right, Coach? No, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's it changes things, right? And that's why scores are hard to look at sometimes. You know, like I look at the, I mean, I'm talking about the Hugh Springs game. Like, should they beat them worse than 34 to 9? Yeah, if everybody's healthy, they do, or 30, whatever it was. Uh, but the, I can't get past, like, it's so, I don't, I don't say Jekyll and Hyde because that's what they were last year, right? Starting out Owen, whatever, and then going. But man, in two weeks, we've seen two opposite sides. The decap wins great, and the Hugh Springs game makes me kind of be like, okay, well, what's really going on? I just don't – I mean, I th- I'm with it's you, I think. won by 33 points. No, I, I know, man, but I mean, like – I honestly think the fact that New Diana is better is is the is makes this one a harder one to me than, than right. anything about Harmony. I don't think it has yeah. anything to do with Harmony. I think New Diana has improved, and We're I'm just looking at their schedule here, and I don't see, I see a path that they get third place in this district behind Harmony and Dangerfield. I think I, I think they I can. I don't see them it, from I what I'm just, looking at. It's been maybe between them, them and Queen City. I mean, I mean, we know Hugh Springs isn't very good. Legion Fields isn't very good. Um, they've already beat Wascom, so I think that Queen City game at the end of the season is for third place. It's just kind of the perfect storm, right? Harmony's got some injuries. Some guys trying to figure it out. New Diana is better. We think that it's at home. I mean, so if they keep it close, it wouldn't shock me. But Harmony, I think, is still the better football team. All right, game nine. Frankston Union Grove, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, this one's a, a, another district matchup here. Um, man, I, this all these little schools—they've got some good things going on. I like—I like this—I like this, uh, like this matchup. Um, just looking at some schedules here, and let me uh, let me pull up the uh, the Frankston schedules. What I want to look at first. 
but they lost to Grapelin. They beat Huntington, Groveton. They they beat Winona pretty good, and they lost to a Harleton team, which we think Harleton's a solid team. Uh, and then you look at Union Grove. Uh, they're four and one. Mm-hmm. They're only lost to Or City, but they haven't really beat anybody either. They beat they beat Gorman, they beat Cumbie, they beat Cushing. Um, neither one of these teams have really played much. Um, so to me, it's tough. The game's in Frankston. I'm going with the home team. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Frankston to uh, beat Union Grove here. You know, Union Grove. You mentioned the schedule four and one. They lose to Or City last week by eleven, which. Or City historically is not very strong, so it's kind of kind of a head scratch when you first look at it because you think Union Grove and you think usually competitive at least. Um, and Frankston has played two teams that I would consider to be average to above average, and they lost to both of them. Right? They lost by two touchdowns to Grapeland. Saw Grapeland firsthand. Grapeland's not terrible, but they're not great. Um, and then they lost last week to uh, uh, Harleton. Harleton, who I've seen on film, and Harleton's a good football team. So my point is this, Frankston's played two above-average football teams and lost to both of them. Uh, but Union Grove has not played an above-average football team yet. They lost to one, I would say, is average in Orange City last week. Um, and and I'm going to go with Frankston. Um, I, I think it's a – I mean, I don't, I don't think it's a toss-up as much as maybe I initially thought. I think Frankston gets the win. Yeah, just going off the the teams that they've played, I think Frankston's played the tougher schedule. And honestly, looking at that Winona win that Frankston has, putting up 56, beating them 56-27, that win looks a little bit better now after what Winona did to Edgewood. Because I think we'd all agree Edgewood's a – Edgewood – well, I may not all agree. I think Edgewood's a better team than Frankston, in in my mind. Um, Mm -hmm. So, for – Frankston beat Winona like they did, but Winona beat Edgewood. I think that win looks a little better for Frankston. So I'm taking the Indians. I'm going to go with uh, Frankston, too. I, I agree with you, uh, K.O., on that. That that win against uh, Winona looks good now. So, um, yeah, mm. I'm, I ain't got no argument with that. Frankston all the way. You know, it's it's bad we're talking about resumes like it's the college basketball tournament when the best one you can throw up there is Winona. Both teams are probably NIT bound. <laughs> <laughs> or CBI bound. I don't know. Oh, man. All right. Game 10. You know, coaches don't like those tournaments. Mm-hmm. They don't. I don't know why they don't like playing the CBI tournaments. Game 10, an important matchup in district play as uh, uh, one of our NetSN schools, the Center Rough Riders, will take on Jeremy's alma mater, the Rusk Eagles. And I'm interested to hear uh, from our Rusk guy here um, to see what he thinks about this matchup. Jeremy, what what, what do you got? Man, <clears throat> I want to flash you back to 2000 and uh, the year 2000, uh, first week of November, last game for one young hub, KO. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they had two Division One defensive linemen and myself on the offensive line did not have a chance. And uh, – we lose 10 to 7 and miss the playoffs. So I hate center. Oh, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're on in. They're in Edison school, Jeremy. Be nice a little bit. I mean, yeah, I'm nice to them. I just don't like them. Anyway, hard. Let that hate um, <laughs> Everybody plays their last game. And you always hate that team, right? All right. So I can't. Oh, yeah. Sulfur Springs. <laughs> so, there you go. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't like, I don't like Corsicana. <laughs> uh, yeah, Highland Park. Highland Park Scots are, are See? annoying. 
So it just so happens that this happens to be a school you guys know. Anyway, um, yeah. You know, last year, Center went to Rusk, I believe. I think it was in Center last year. Um, And Rusk got a win when they probably shouldn't have, honestly. I think last year, Center was playing really well at the time. And I know when Rusk beat him, it was kind of a shocker. Um, And even though Rusk lost younger McCown at quarterback this year, I think they're better off in the quarterback position than they've been in a long time with the kid that transferred in from Anahuac. Um, I think that one of the best coaches in East Texas that doesn't get a lot of appreciation, I think, at times, is Coach Sitton. I think Coach Sitton does a really good job. I've known Coach Sitton since I was a little kid, and he was he wasn't a little kid. He's older than me. Don't let him lie to you. But he was in high school, and I was a little <laughs> kid. Um, and and I just have a lot of faith in what he's doing. And as I did not pick this originally, but Rusk is going to do it again. They're gonna they're Uh-oh. gonna they're gonna get the win. I just think the quarterback plays good, and Center has a hard time stopping people, right? Like, yeah, they score a bunch of points, but sitting the, the defense will be ready. The defense will be ready. Um, they won a high score game with them last year, and I'm gonna I'm gonna change my pick. I originally was not gonna pick Rusk, but wow, you're gonna about go it, against your school. That was I, a... was I was gonna go against them, but I, the more I read about it, the more I think about it, I, I trust Coach Sitting. That's not a knock on Coach Meeks, but I trust Coach Sitton. So you have him. a you have a little bit of Chapel Hill connection in this game. You have Coach Sitton, you know, won the state championship with Chapel Hill, and then uh, Coach Meeks' dad won the state championship with Chapel Hill. So I know both of these coaches personally. I know they're both teams are going to be prepared. Um, I'm going with Center just because I think their offense is going to be too much to stop. I think it's going to be like you said, a high scoring game, um, back and forth. Um, and Jeremy, good news for you is if since you're you're free, you could you could sit at home and have this on your TV uh, and rest Friday night and, and watch this game live because uh, NetSN will be there. Yeah, I yeah I could, um, and I may do that. I man, it's a tough one. It's a good football game. I think it's a really good football game between these two. And uh, you know, the the only thing that scares me about Rusk is that that Athens loss, man. Like. I'm still not sold on Athens, and they lost to Athens by touchdown. Welcome to day two of my interview. Yeah. Um, so that, that scares me a little bit. And But they did get a good win over Alvarado uh, two weeks ago. They've had a week off now to think about it. So I think I think they'll be ready. I bet Sitton's got a plan together. That What you just said is a key in my mind, that they had a week off, that they've essentially had two weeks to prepare for center. Um, I – Center, I, I I really like center. I really do. I think they got a really good team. They can put up points with the best of them. I'm so terribly concerned about that defense, though. They give up 37 to Canton. Um, I just that the defense worries me, but they did. They have proven they can play a low scoring game too. Low scoring for them, 28 21 when they played Dangerfield. Now I know Dangerfield didn't have Chase Johnson, so. It's a, it's a little different, but they at least played a lower scoring game um, and a close game, a one possession game. I just, I think Rusk is better. I think Rusk is improved. Um, that you said it, Jeremy. Last year was kind of a surprise that Rusk beat center, and I, I get that same feeling this year that if Rusk wins, it's going to be looked at as an upset. 
And that's what kind of worries me is they figured out a way last year because center was putting up points last year too. We forget, we act like they're just putting up basketball numbers this year. They were putting up, they put 44 up on Tatum, 63 on Spring Hill, 42 in a loss to DeSoto. They put up 65 on Dangerfield and 52 on Canton. That was last year. So they put up points last year too. And, and Rusk was able to hold them to 35. So Man, I've, I'd already wrote down center, and I'm talking myself into Rusk, I think. Which school puts a value on defense is what I would ask you. And I know the answer to that one. That's Rusk. They put the value on the defensive side. I, I, I've, I've watched it. I, I know it. I put center. I wrote center down already. but I'm, You can erase I'm, it, man. It's okay. I know. I'm considering changing. <laughs> Let me. I want to hear from Vince and Corey first before I officially make my pick. I well, I, I'm going to say this. I was, I was initially going to pick Rusk in this game. Uh, but I, I remember me and Brett were, we were on the call and we watched how center came back to beat, um, Dangerfield and that game was over the way I looked at it. That game was over. And, um, for them to, to basically hold them the whole second half, like they did, I just, I felt like that was the game that they were supposed to lose, and they didn't. So I don't see them losing. A, to me, I don't see them losing again until Carthage. That's what I think is going to happen. You know, but Dangerfield didn't have their quarterback, and they are two levels below them at least. So, I mean, there goes that argument again. Oh, yeah, they didn't have no quarterback. Yeah, but hey. they were up, though. But they were up, man. They were, What was the score, Brett? Was it like 21 it to 0 at halftime? Yeah, at now, the half. Well, 28 straight points to win. I mean, I don't care what kind of team you're playing against. That's tough to do at the high school it, level. It is really tough to do. And I got to stick – that reason alone. I want to pick Russ. Don't get me wrong. I do. But, man, that reason alone, if that game didn't happen the way it did, I would have went with Russ. But I, looking at how center was able to come back in two quarters like that from 21 down – I don't think there's anything Russ could do to them to keep them out of this game. Okay. This is tough. This is this. On, I'm, just, I'm just gonna go ahead and say it's a trap game. It is a trap game for Center. <laughs> this is a trap game. This is that. This is a mirage. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, well, we oh, we we scoring eighty some points. No man, no. You know, and here's a here's a, here's a problem with this, right? I clearly, clearly, centers played to me. I think they may have played maybe tougher schedule up to this point. You maybe they maybe even right because Crockett just Crockett is not who they used to be. Period. They're bad. Fairfield's not who they used to be. Period. They're they're so bad. Rusk has played two quality opponents. And Alvarado and Athens. They got beat by Athens by seven, beat Alvarado by three points. Alvarado's beat Kennedale, Dallas Lincoln, which they're not a football school at all. And so it, it's, you know, it's, it's really a toss up. So if you're Rusk, you go into this game, you're saying, guys, we have a great opportunity right now. Like, this is a great opportunity to go one and on district. You know, this is like, they may be bigger, faster, whatever it is. We can steal this game. You know, we got we got a good game plan together. You know, this is a, this is an opportunity for us to do it. Now, Rusk, on the other hand, not Rusk, but Sin on the other hand, guys. You know, we, we gotta we we've got to play well. You know, we've got to come. We were down this past week. We the past couple of weeks, 
Padres are tougher schedules, right? They go to DeSoto and they yeah. barely squeak out, you know. Then then they can, then they play this game. So they're on the tr- they're trending in a weird way. They gave up too many points, so that's that's always a that's always a fear. You can't give up that many points and still be successful. Eventually, it's gonna catch up with you, right? And this is that we can catch us up to them again. You know, you can't. Well, what's the theory? You can't. I can't remember who said it. It's, it's something like you can't. You can't play around with good teams. You know, you can't like. You can't do. You can't do. You can't. If you're a good team or whatever, you know you're good, talented. You're not gonna be able to do that against better coach teams. Like they're not gonna let you do that. Yeah, I know in basketball, Jeremy, you know this. Like your team's pretty good, but you play against a a team right at your level, a little bit better. You're not gonna be able to get away with that stuff. You got to rebound. You got to do the little things. You got to rebound, limit them possessions. You got to close up. You can't do that in football. You you got to play mistake free. Rusk is not gonna let you do that. And so center's not there. Those touchdowns are gonna stick when you play Rusk, and they're not gonna let you score again. They're not gonna get you the ball. Back. I think Russ is gonna get a steal this week. Trap game. Trap game. Okay. All right, Kyle, it's uh, 2 2. Mm. What do you got? I with? had center. I had center before. Me too. I, had I did too. I think about it. I was like, I did too. oh, man, that's tough. That's tough, man. I'm going with the Rough Riders, man. I think, I think, I think center's going to do to Rusk what Rusk did to center last year. I think it's going to be a close game mm. where center maybe scores in the 40s and Rusk in the 30s this time. And it's just going to be kind of flopped. I think. Because center's playing at home too, I'm taking the home team. So, hmm. well, and, and you'll, we'll know how good Rusk is because they their opening district they start in center, then they host Van, then they go to Carthage. So the first three they got the top three that's, that we see tough. in the district. Yeah. So that's in theory, district, man. <laughs> in, in theory, they could sit at zero and three, needing to win out to make the playoffs. I mean, they very well could win out to win, make the playoffs. And so yeah, those are three winnable games. But that's that's a tough spot to be in because in every game you it have is. to win. It's like you're in the playoffs but, already early. Who can you still win against? Like they stole one against center last year. Who are they going to steal one against this year? Here's the thing, though. They didn't steal it last year. Like they earned it. They, they took it. They Man. took it last but year. You, you see what I'm saying? Do you like, feel like – No, I'm with you. Do you feel like – Man, probably. No, I – I think Carthage and Van are one are one and two. Um, I you know I think, you think Van's I, better than Center. Yeah, I, mm, I do at this point. I just I, I think that when listen I, you've heard me say it before, when the weather gets cold, you got to run and you got to stop the run. Mm-hmm. You can't do one or the other. You have to do both. And Center yeah. has the, the point thing scares me for Center. I think they're I think these are the I think those are the four playoff teams: Carthage, Center, Rusk, Van. Right. But what yeah. order they're in, and what what order they're in matters big time because of the district they go up against, right? Like you, yeah. if you finish third or fourth, you you, you might as well just pack it up. <laughs> yeah, you want to take the basketballs with you and air them up on the way home from the playoff game, yeah. right? So yeah, it's over. I, especially I think, that fourth one, especially the fourth one. I think that one's yeah. Third, Gilmer, maybe they're a little bit down this year, but they're still Gilmer. Yep, it's it's scary. Uh, could you there. could you imagine seeing a center? versus Gilmer game like that might be 90 to 80 I mean seriously 100 to 105 to 100 yeah we're gonna have to call Spectrum and get them to update the scoreboards before we go I have to go digital uh 
<laughs> video board for that one. Oh man! I, I hope my phone works when I show you this. But you guys picking against Rusk? How do you how do you pick against this guy? That's what I want to know. Oh man! He was on the yeah. team. They go for Rusk. He yeah, yeah. He ain't on he, the team no more. He's, on the, he's for another team. <laughs> I would. We're. I'm yeah. taking Brook Hill this week. Oh wait, they're on a buy. Never mind. I can't. I can assure you, we're not losing this week. We will. We will Brooke not. Brook Hill by fifty. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm. So, you know, did you say it, that was a two? The year two thousand, Jeremy. That that right there was from man. The year the year two thousand. Hey, I oh, was. Yeah. You're the yeah, same. Uh, same great two thousand one graduate. Then you're the same age as I you. was. Uh, I was eight years old yeah. in two thousand. I I was right behind him. You, right behind him then. Yeah, he was young, but I was, was two thousand two. High school. Yeah, yeah, I was 2003, so I was still in high school, so I, I remember that. Man, we 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 played. Uh, we did not play Chapel Hill that year. You, you should have because we had a lost after, you the year after. The year they Ooh. played the, the the year after I graduated, they played for two years when Matthew Tucker was there and yeah. those guys. Um, Matthew Tucker, yeah. So no, I actually got no. I could I, listen. I could tell you. I could give you our whole schedule. Still. We played Tatum when they were they were getting good again, and we played Gladewater with John uh, uh, Johnny. Laver was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, we played uh, Westwood when Adrian Peterson was at Westwood before he went over to Palestine. Um, <laughs> I tackled him twice. I told some of our guys the other day, Corey, that if Adrian Peterson gets in the Hall of Fame, I tackled him twice. I should probably be there too. I don't know, but I just feel <laughs> right. like that's fair. Um, right. Yeah, two thousand man. That's, that's a long time ago. That's a yeah. long time ago. But um, I keep that on my like, phone. Who's Adrian Peterson? People. Well, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Who's Adrian Peterson? I know who AP is. <laughs> man. People um, tell me all the time, they're like, man, like he 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 ran a table in high school. I'm always like, I remember playing Palestine every year and beating the breaks off of Palestine. We, I, never I remember lost that game. Him. I remember that game. They said, man, they got this <laughs> freshman. He's the real deal. And he wasn't real nothing. He was real bad that year is what he was that night. Anyway. I didn't even get to play against him. He was hurt. And, yeah. and so I didn't get I didn't get a chance yeah. to get in. Get get my licks in. <laughs> it, doesn't get know, it's pro. it doesn't get a lot better than early 2000s. Texas football. The oh, yeah. Texas football was lit back then. <laughs> well, that's going to be an He's running week. anchor. Uh, that's going to be an anchor. Adrian Peterson's running anchor, and we're at the Bulldog Relays Chapel Hill, and everybody's yelling, yelling, yelling. So I'm on the field, and all of a sudden you hear the, the batons come and say, Come to daddy. Come to <laughs> and and it's like the it's gone. You know, like he's he's one. He was the biggest six two person I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, that yeah. dude. Mm-hmm. And you shake his hand, it's just like like dude. But he played basketball. He was he was pretty decent at basketball. Yeah, well, it's gonna be an interesting week of pickums this week, uh, guys. Uh, some interesting games, interesting matchups. Um, but yeah, week six pickums in the books. We'd like to thank our sponsor of the Beast from These Show, Power Plus Mouth Guards. Uh, and also, shout out to uh, Terry and S2S Sports Network for allowing us to do this show each and every week on their network. Um, but for Jeremy, for Kyle, Corey, Vince, good luck, everyone. Your pick this week. You're going to need it against us as we're uh, we're all going to get 10-0 this week somehow. I don't know how it's going to work, but we'll do it. <laughs> we'll catch you next week right here on the Beast from These Show. Y'all have a good week. Have you sustained a bone, joint, work, or sports injury? Problems with mobility or movement? Suffer with pain? 
Contact Azalea Orthopedics. Our specialists serve patients across East Texas for proven, trusted medical care. You have a choice. Demand Azalea.